When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Learning Unlocked podcast, presented by Open Sesame. Taking a deep dive into the global world of learning and development with practical tips and tricks, along with insights from leading brands and the people that make them work. This is Learning Unlocked. Now, here's your host, Brian Berger. My guest is Joe Wright. She is the CEO and co-founder of Coaching Culture. We're going to be doing a webinar with Joe and her colleague Grant Sills, head of solutions for Coaching Culture. That's coming up on April 26th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. You can register for that at opensesame.com. Joe, thanks so much for joining me on the Learning Unlock podcast. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you, Brian. And I'm absolutely delighted to be uh, to be joining you and talking about a topic that I'm extremely passionate about. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. So let's start off by how did you start coaching culture? What was the story behind thinking there was the need for this? And, and give us a little background there. Yeah, so it's quite an interesting story. Um, I was fresh from doing a coaching qualification to get my professional accreditations. I'd always been a leader and manager who coached uh, my teams in businesses. Um, And I got chatting to my now business partner, who's an entrepreneur. I call him my wizard behind the curtain. Um, An entrepreneur, digital entrepreneur. And we got chatting and, and I like I said, fresh from the coaching qualification, rather than thinking, oh, I can go and earn lots of money now coaching other people. I thought this is criminal. Why can't more people have access to fabulous coaching conversations? This is so powerful. We need to get this out to the masses. And I also said to my business, my now business partner, he wasn't at the time. I said, you know, when I'm coaching people, I feel like I'm spreading fairy dust and sprinkling fairy dust on them. I said, how? And he said, well, could you do it digitally? And and I was like, oh, I was about to say absolutely not, you know, thinking absolutely human. And and I said, actually, you know what? Coaching is all about raising self-awareness, asking great questions and and getting people to really understand themselves and think differently from other perspectives. I said, you know what? We probably could do something. And we started looking around into the words coaching culture because we recognize, I said, this is the thing that has sustainable behavior change. Um, too many organizations are focusing on skills and knowledge. Actually, we need to change behaviors, change mindsets, and that ultimately changes people for the long term. And uh, we started looking around and we decided to, uh, believe it or not, create a magazine uh, called Coaching Culture. And, um, and that was for us to start getting the message out because we were sort of testing the water here. You know, is, is anybody else thinking what we're thinking? Um, and we were well, we were so thrilled when we sent our first magazine out. It was absolutely brilliant, full of great articles, um, industry insights, thought leadership articles, all this sort of just talking to people about the coaching culture. Um, and we were so excited when we were sat on the floor stuffing envelopes for 200 people who'd wow. signed up for the magazine. It was like, wow, people are really interested in this. 
and it, and and to be honest, it, the rest is history. We've grown a community of people. Um, we've got over five thousand people in our community. Uh, they, we give them access to lots of free resources to help them go and build a coaching culture. The magazine is one of them, uh, which is a quarterly magazine. And from there, we listened to our community, and they started sharing with us the solutions that they would want us to create to help them more. Um, and and we did. And we are we. Not even five years old. We're five years old in the thinking, that conversation that I just talked about. Um, we're five years old in July. We've now got a team of 18 um, employees. We've got um, over 100 customers, um, global customers. Um, and it's just going from strength to strength to strength um, as more and more organizations are recognizing the need for building a coaching culture. And we've got the solutions to support them to do that. So it's been a, an amazing journey. I literally pinch myself every day thinking, is this really happening? Because this started off with a little random conversation thinking something needs to happen. We need to do something different out in the world. And that's what we've started doing. We, we, we're kind of creating a bit of a movement of organisations who are going, yeah, this is absolutely the thing we should be doing. And, and the fact now we're called Coaching Culture, um, which, which we won't start with, and we are now. Um, and, yeah, I think we're becoming synonymous with good things. You know, our, our absolute purpose now, and we've got really clear on that over the last five years, is we exist to make work better if we get that right. We, we've done a good job and and how are we doing it well we're changing the way people thinking think about leading and managing so get more and more leaders and managers adopting a coaching style more of the time will make work better and how do we do it well we do it through our um, solutions which are coaching enablement solutions but being part of our community doesn't it, it gives access to loads of free resources it doesn't mean say people have to buy our solutions our solutions fund the free resources to be fair so people often say how can you give free resources well, obviously, our solutions pay for that. So if I'm listening to this right now, I'm at a company and yep. I decide that I need coaching culture and I need to get buy-in from my higher ups because that's usually how this works, right? Like a lot yep. of companies are managed from top down. Uh-huh. What are your suggestions? What have you seen so far with getting that buy-in from top down so people say, okay, we need this in our organization? Yeah, no, that's a really great question. And it can be one of the biggest barriers. Mm -hmm. um, so if you, you know, we have a, something called a coaching culture framework and we share with people, actually, ideally, it's not essential, but ideally you would have board level buy-in um, to visualize what the future of the organization needs to look like, to strategize what it needs to look like. And we share as one of our resources, a framework to help people understand how they go through the process to do that. Um, yeah, we we provide resources to help people to get buy-in. Um, but where it's where things happen really well are when somebody on the board maybe already has a coach or they've experienced coaching in the past or they coach naturally themselves as, you know, and I don't mean professional accredited coaching skills. I just mean being able to have a great quality coaching conversation. And once you've got somebody at the very top, I mean, you don't always have to have this, but once you do have somebody at the top, you do tend to get more buy-in and a champion, you know, somebody who's championing the cause of the culture. Um, now, 
Traditionally, it can be your HR director, the people director, uh, but it doesn't always have to be. You know, we work with some fabulous organizations whose CEO has come to us and said, we absolutely need a coaching culture. I've had a coach for years. You know, I need my leaders and managers coaching more and more. So um, it's always great to to have senior level buy-in, but you don't need to start a coaching culture um, you can start a coaching culture movement without that, because I always say to people, you don't need to ask the board to have a conversation. Everybody's having conversations every moment of the day. A few skills, um, you know, people can have a better quality conversation relatively straight, simply. Um, so they don't have to go and ask the board for that level of permission. But to have the board's buy-in is, is you're, def- you're definitely winning then to change the culture. More of Learning Unlocked is coming up after this. Diversity, equity, and inclusion continues to be a top priority for businesses everywhere. Open Sesame has created a survey that will give you insight into where your organization stands on diversity. Aside from being educational, this survey is a powerful tool to help you understand areas of improvement and spark conversations about strategies for creating a more inclusive and equitable workplace. After you take the short survey, you'll get access to Open Sesame's DEI Toolkit, an online hub where you can find additional resources. Visit opensesame.com today to start your survey. Back to Learning Unlocked. Here's Brian Berger. So with the coaching culture, give me some examples of skills or solutions that you're able to help your customers with. Yeah, great. Again, great question. So we've got a difference. We've got, um, we started off with digital solutions because for us getting more and more organizations adopting or building a coaching culture, we wanted to create something scalable. Back to my fairy, sprinkling fairy dust okay. comments. So we wanted scalable and, and the way to do scale is digital. We know that and it's through technology. So we've got solutions. We've got a, a number of solutions Uh, Our digital solutions are, we have something called Mindset, which is a self-coaching tool, which is fabulous. It's really quite innovative Um, and it's helping individuals raise their own awareness and self-coach through different topics that are things that could be holding them back. So their mindset, it could be topics such as emotional intelligence, growth mindset well-being, resilience, imposter syndrome, perfectionism, all the things that, you know, could be going on in people's minds and they're not even aware of it. So we help people to raise their own awareness and they self-coach through um, through little modules. Um, and that is to help. That's not to replace the human coach. That's to help people already raise self-awareness if they don't have access to quality coaching conversations. Um, it also accelerates some of the coaching programs that may be in organizations because if people have already done some of their mindset modules they can come to their coach and go oh wow I've just recognized this about myself because I've been given a profile outcome and this is what it is we created mindset and we had more and more organizations um, adopt that and then they started saying but my leaders and managers don't really know now how to have a conversation about this they're not they don't know how to have a coaching conversation so we created something called coaching lessons which is e-learning so that helps people you know they may have learned how to coach on a workshop but this is like that solution that they've got access to all the time so e-learning and that's all about coach we there's four different areas of it we've got 25 topics within there 
And there's the main categories are coaching for non-coaches. So that gives people an absolute great, solid foundation, but more than a foundation. It, it's been created by an accredited coach. Um, coaching for non-coaches, we've got coaching for mindset, coaching for skills and coaching conversations. And under each of them, lots of different topics to help managers in the moment if they think, I'm about to go and give somebody some feedback. I just want a little reminder. They can go on and access that. We've also got uh, feedback tools, um, as you would expect. Feedback's a huge part and an important part of coaching. Um, we've got surveys for organization to, to check on, um, get feedback really back from the organization on things like trust all really important, um, high-performing teams, different things. And then, and then um, we've also, we're launching our um, tool called Perform, which is how to make coaching conversations part of everyday life, which is all about performance management, but not performance management. It's about coaching conversations through setting goals, objectives, making sure managers are having the, the most effective conversations and frequently. And we've also got workshops. We've got a great bundle because people said, this is all great. We love your digital solutions, but we still quite like the human face-to-face -face, um, contact. Totally get that. So we have workshops and we do team coaching as well. So we've got loads of things and it's all built up over the last five years. So the last two years, things yep. have changed drastically in the workforce with the pandemic. So more and more managers are managing remotely. They're not managing yeah. face to face. So how has the coaching culture helped managers manage remotely? Yeah. Because a lot of managers came on board, you know, uh, beyond two years ago. And, and they said, wait a minute, I never thought that I was going to be managing remotely. I thought I'd be managing in an office face to face. And this is all new to them. Yeah. Yeah. It, do you know what? Before the pandemic, we were obviously beating the coaching culture drum and, and organizations were saying to us, yeah, yeah, we know it's important, but it's not our priority just at this moment. Obviously, somewhere, uh, because that's where, you know, we were growing as a, as a business. The pandemic. Wow. Organizations have absolutely woken up to the need for building a coaching culture. Mm -hmm. And I can share with you about resources to support remote um, coaching, but actually the pandemic has accelerated the need for managers, leaders and managers to be more human, empathetic, caring for their employees, caring for their well-being, building their resilience, um, being able to empower them from afar, not sat next to them in an office. So actually the pandemic um, for me, I always say the pandemic has definitely helped change organizations, culture, and it's transforming the way we do do our business now. Um, I always say that it's not quite it's not quite transforming businesses like um, face masks or hand sanitizer, but we're definitely definitely moving forward because people have reckon organizations have absolutely recognized the need for building a coaching culture. And how have we specifically helped? Uh, we instantly created a, a lesson. We talked about coaching lessons, e-learning. We created a, a topic called coaching for remote workers um, because it was people were struggling. We're like, I can't, I can only see people on a screen of, up from chest up. I can't, I can't feel the nuances of, of body language in the same way. I, I just can't feel that same sense as if I'm in an, an office. And I certainly can't be sat next to somebody 24 seven as if somebody, you know, may do that in an office. Well, not 24 seven, obviously. 
Um, so we've helped organisations and, and the pandemic has definitely helped us because yeah. people are recognising it. Yeah. And, it, and it's interesting because, you know, if you look at athletics or sports, there's coaches and coaches work with athletes, not just on the physical performance, but they work with them on the mental aspects of the game too. And if you think about it, in business, we've tended through history to work more on the physical performance, deliver the results, yeah. get the job done, but we're not stopping to think about the mental and psychological part of the job. And it seems like coaching culture is really helping emphasize that. Would I be correct in, in that analysis? Absolutely. We talk often about psychological safety mm-hmm. and, and building a coaching culture is all about psychological safety. We have, um, we've coined our own phrase of what is a coaching culture? And we say it's a place where authentic leaders and managers help people to grow, thrive and perform through effective conversations, honest feedback and underpinned by trust. Put that in, in a perfect bubble and you've got a coaching culture and you've got a, you've got an amazing place to work. More of Learning Unlocked is coming up after this. Open Sesame helps companies develop the world's most productive and admired workforces. How? By having the most comprehensive catalog of e-learning courses from the world's top publishers. Publishers like TED and Harvard. And having courses that cover learning topics like diversity, equity, and inclusion leadership development, safety and compliance, and wellness. Try a course for free today by visiting opensesame.com backslash course of the week. Back to Learning Unlocked. Here's Brian Berger. How often should people be meeting, for instance, managers and employees? Because look, everyone's busy. Everyone's trying to get their work done, get through the day, but you're emphasizing communication. And sometimes we are so busy, we don't stop to actually communicate. We just send emails and slacks and everything back and forth. And this is what we need to get done. But you don't stop to communicate. So do you have any thoughts if people are listening to this about how many times should we be pausing per week to really communicate with our, our colleagues and the people that we work with? I, I It depends on how many people you've got in your team, I guess, on right. that, really. Because obviously, if you've got 100 people in your team, you're going to, you could spend all day, every day. Sure. I, I certainly think, um, ideally, leaders and managers should be spending time. And let's assume an average team, maybe between five and 10, you know, should be having a conversation at least every week or every fortnight where, where it's that quality check-in time and it's not just about the tasks and the performance of the job it's about the human being what's going on how are you um checking on people's well-being um how can i help you know that's a great coaching question how can i help you what support do you need as opposed to let's go through all the tasks bang 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 move on right next meeting so i just think and and i think what's really important so regular frequency i think is important and i would say as frequent as is as humanly possible that still ensures everybody's got um i think so I would meet, I meet my team. Um, I've got some people I would meet every week because they would want more of my time, but I've got some who I would meet once a fortnight because they, they don't need that time from. So I suppose it's, I'm, I suppose I'm saying here, depends on your individual as well. So, okay. This is like, what's a fortnight? 
Is that once a oh, month? Is, is that, yeah, well, for our, is that, for like, our American that, listeners, we're going, well, okay, wait a minute. What's, uh, how what's often is a fortnight? Uh, every two weeks. Every two weeks. Okay. All right. See, <laughs> I, I need to know. brush just, up on, on my, my language here. Brilliant. I had no idea. I was just talking my own little uh, language <laughs> on my own here, Brian. <laughs> so I know uh, Coaching Culture has some courses available on Open Sesame's yeah. platforms. What are some of those topics? And obviously people can go to opensesame.com to access those courses, but what are some of the topics that you cover? Well, it's back to us talking before about mindset, which is Mm -hmm. for individuals and um, lessons, which is for leaders and managers to learn how to coach. So different topics in mindset um, to raise self-awareness. There are 24 topics in mindset and we covered some of them before, like emotional intelligence, growth Mm -hmm. mindset, uh, values, well-being, resilience, um, there's some fabulous topics. Um, and then, and they're always bite-sized. They're short, sharp bursts of, you know, helping individuals. And then lessons, coaching for non-coaches, that would be things like introduction to coaching, because sometimes actually that's a key one because some right. people get confused between coaching, training, mentoring, counseling. Yeah. So introduction's great. Um, giving um, effective feedback coaching for communication, coaching for emotional intelligence. There's lots of different topics. Um, and I think we're one of the only organizations who are really focusing on the, these areas. People are doing little pockets, but we're absolutely, it, it's everything we do. So how did you get into all of this? I mean, you kind of talked about how you started coaching culture. Give us a little bit more of, of your background and how it led to this. Okay. Um, so, oh, wow. Um, so literally in lots of different, I've worked in big organizations in the UK and some great organizations, and I've always been a leader and manager of teams Mm. and I've always coached them. And I always remember some of my, and some of my key light bulb moments. And I didn't know I was coaching. I'll I'll never forget the moment when I was a young manager in my early twenties, straight from university. And I was I was the manager all of a sudden of somebody way more experienced than me. They had so much more knowledge, experience and skills. And there I was suddenly parachuted in as his line manager, having total imposter syndrome, thinking, why do you know why? How can I tell him what to do in his job? Well, obviously, that's that wasn't what my job was. Um, And I always remember having a discussion and I thought I needed to have all the answers. I needed to have all the answers. And a lot of young line managers think like that. And, and I gave him all my answers and I emptied my pockets of all the possible knowledge I could, I could get. And then eventually I just looked at him and said, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think? And then the best ever solutions came up. And I was like, why did I not ask that sooner? And ever since then, I just recognized the power of some great, simple questions to help other people come up with way better answers and way better solutions. And also it allows people to feel heard and valued and empowered. So there's some, and I also remember I really, so I've had some interesting career moments that have brought me to this point. Um, I did. A, I was a change manager on a, a huge transformational change program, and I recognised actually that people don't just change when you tell them to. So this is how we're going to change in this organisation. We're going to move from here to here. So now you're all going to do that, aren't you? Obviously, and people don't do that. But what gets people from there to there 
from A to B is coaching conversations, whether that's team coaching, group coaching, one-to-one coaching. It's winning hearts and minds and it's listening to people and letting people be heard, um, building great relationships, all of the, and, and slowly but surely I started connecting all these dots and recognizing the, the absolute power and gift that coaching conversations are and the difference it can make in individuals, in their lives, their careers, their home life, and also obviously at work. And it, it became, yeah, it's, it's, it's become my absolute purpose to get as many people out there recognizing the value in coaching. How can people find out more information about the coaching culture? Well, you can take a look at our website, which is coachingculture.com. Um, you can follow me on LinkedIn. I'm Joe Wright Coach. <laughs> um, I, I share quite a lot of what we do on LinkedIn and also Coaching Culture on LinkedIn as well. Coaching Culture Limited on, on LinkedIn. Uh, we've got our podcast as well, the Coaching Culture Podcast. So I interview uh, some fabulous guests as well. So I love to speak to people who are living and breathing what a coaching culture is truly about. So it's sharing best practice. Joe Wright, the CEO and co-founder of Coaching Culture. Again, a reminder, we've got a webinar with Joe and her colleague Grant Sills coming up on April 26th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific time. You can register at opensesame.com. Joe, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining me on the Learning Unlock podcast. Thank you, Brian. I've loved it. Thanks for listening to Learning Unlocked, presented by Open Sesame. Download this and every episode on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Learning Unlocked is produced by Griggs Productions.